Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is the Synergy Podcast. Back again, Shavar, Geronimo. How are you, my good sir? I'm cool, man. It's been a while, man. We haven't recorded in a few weeks. Has it been three weeks? Almost a month? Has it been that long? it was the ending of May. Wow. It's been a long time. But we have reasons for that, and we'll talk about that. Um, But first and foremost, what's going on, Geronimo? Man, so much, so much, so much. Since the last time we spoke, I am now officially engaged. Okay, okay. I am a fiancé now. Okay, okay. <laughs> you are a fiancé. In estoy comprometido. I'm like, I'm promised to someone. I think that's the direct translation. But whatever. Somebody sure. correct me. I believe you. I totally believe you. You can you can say whatever you want, you know. Dude, I really could. Yeah, hold on. Did, go ahead. Did you just notice you spoke Spanish? Yeah. As if I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who are wondering why we're, we're joking about that, because you know one of the things Geronimo doesn't do a lot of, and I, and I notice of him, he doesn't speak a lot of Spanish around people, so people automatically assume he's one thing, so they talk around him. And you know, and I worked with him in the past, and I used to say, "Dude, you do know he understands what you're saying. <laughs> he does speak the same language." <laughs> so and then people really didn't. No one believed me until they tested it on you. Yeah, um, and it was like, "Oh, he does speak Spanish." You know, it's really <laughs> funny. I don't, I don't, I don't do that for like to to try to catch anyone. Right, it, right. I do right. it because I don't want to have to speak Spanish. Okay, that's, the, that's the, it's like a it's like a a built-in fear, almost, from, like, having to help my mom as a child. I'm right. Like, I'm not doing this translating thing. I'm, right. I'm done. I was right. like, no, I'm not doing it. Right, right. <laughs> so I just, I, so I keep it away so that I don't become the token, hey, come over here and speak Spanish for me person. Can you, can you translate for me? <laughs> Are you the translator? I mean, I, I dig it. You know, I, I totally understand. Well, sort of understand how that would be bothersome because like people were always counting on you to do something. They say, why don't you just learn the language also? <laughs> you know, which I think I'm going to keep that thought to myself because I don't want to get in any trouble. But it's a positive thought. I'm going to say it. I think the, the U.S.'s second language should be Spanish. You know, that's my, my belief that it should have been Spanish. You know, what is the second language? We don't, we don't have a second language. Okay, so it's just it's just English. English, <laughs> yeah. And then all the different English dialects, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah New York yeah. English. Yeah, 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 yeah. Texas English. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just accents. It's all the same thing. Um, but so that isn't controversial. That's like positive. But people will take it at take it in the wrong way and say, you know what, you're you're, you're trying to promote this. Yeah, well, actually, I am. I'm trying to promote multiple languages. <laughs> so take take to that as as you want as far as me um oh wow uh i still work from home <laughs> i still have a job you know which is which is still dope you know which is pretty cool uh i am working on another podcast with my with my job because we're gonna do a presentation at one of at a conference on how to do podcasting in our field Nice. So, so we're gonna be doing that, and sometime in July, I forget the date. Um, I'm in torn because I, I shared with this with you in the past round, but I, I do want to do another podcast where I'm interviewing people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the torn part is, what do I call it? You know, like I'm, I'm torn. Like, well, do I just record and just not call it anything? 
and then and then name it later. I would keep it super simple and just be like interviews with Shavar. See, I was yeah okay. I was gonna, super simple. <laughs> I was gonna call, yeah I was gonna call it um the Just Shavar podcast, but then I thought that's that that's came cool across too. a bit narcissistic. Like, is, is this only about you? No, it's not only about me. That's my Instagram. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Just Shavar. Who the hell is Shavar? Oops, excuse my language. Who in the world is Shavar? <laughs> <laughs> so it's Just Shavar interviews people. Yeah. Like the premise, guys. Yeah, so, I'm, yeah, so. Um, but, yeah, what else has been going on? Uh, it's hot, tell you that. That it is. Um, I actually went outside. The other last week, last sometime last week, I took the on the weekend, I believe. I took the no, no, no. I was off Friday, so I, t- I went. It was on a Friday. I took the subway for the first time. Whoa! And was I terrified? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of who are listening in the future, this is uh, during COVID. <laughs> so, and I, we live in New York City. So I, I go down and I'm like, All right, I gotta get to Home Depot. I gotta buy some paint. You know, shout out to Home Depot. Give us some money. Um, I, you know, I go down the the, the uh, steps and I go to the target clerk and I'm like, "Hey, can I have some of that hand sanitizer? Because they have free hand sanitizer." So you know, I took one. When you go on, you go through the. I'm, I'm freaking out. You go through the the turnstile. You go down the steps. I'm like, all right, there's people down here. I'm like, all right, what am I gonna stand? It wasn't a lot of people. I was just still freaking out because of the whole dis- social distancing thing. Uh, but if you go on a train and on the platform, there's a uh, labeling on the floor, like these circular, I guess, uh, 12 inch diameter uh, 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 labeling that says, um, stand here. So they're all six feet apart. So it's a okay. social distancing marker. And I got on the train and I mean, like, I understand, looked around and I noticed people, you know, some people were sitting together. And I understand that if that's your son, your daughter, your, your girl, your wife, your fiance, you sit next to them, you sit next to people that, 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 that you know, that you are connected to. Mm-hmm. But what I did notice people, you know, they did their best to avoid each other. Myself included. So I was like, let me sit over. Because when I got on the train, all heads turned to me like, where is he going to sit? You better not sit next to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up sitting. I ended up sitting, you know, in in a distance from everyone. Got down there, you know, went to Home Depot, and I took the bus back home because I was scared. Crap, this. So I was scared. I was scared to death because I was like, you know what? I did my adventure of taking the train. Let me take the bus home. And Geronimo made a face. Why the bus? And let me explain. Because unlike the train, if I'm stuck underground, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's no such thing as social distancing when you're stuck on the ground. Like, if something happens, right? If I'm above ground and I don't feel comfortable, and I think there's too many people on this bus, guess what I can do? I can get off. I can ring the bell, get off at the next stop, <laughs> and either walk away for the next bus. Javar comes from a time when you ring a bell. <laughs> <laughs> there is a bell, dude. There's a little oh, you sucker. <laughs> anyway, let's move. Let's move on. Let's move on from that. Um, uh, what's what's going on? I mean, you share what's new. Uh, um, talk about. So, we'll talk about. Go ahead, go for it. So work is interesting. My position has sort of kind of changed, but at the same time, not really. It's it's a lot to explain. I don't really want to get into it. Honestly, and don't, and really don't. Really understand it. <laughs> but with that being said, I am currently 
managing a emergency food bank in the South Bronx. That's so dope. That, it's actually really cool. It's can really, you, can really cool. you when, later on sometime this week or, two, or, you know, email me that information and I can share that information? Is that, is of that course. Possible? Yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah, we, we're <laughs> yeah. partnered up with, uh, with another program. We provide people with some fresh veggies, fresh fruits and veggies, and also some dry goods. So it's, it's people are coming in again, some true value. I love it. It's very awesome. Very thankful that I'm able to do that. I spent, I was doing, spent most of my day today doing that prior to this. And it's, it's really fulfilling. It's really awesome. Um, but yeah, so that's happened. So it's like, I went from being at home all the time and now having to not be at home all the time. And I'm kind of like, wow, what's like, it, it's, I've, I've just noticed uh, like a piece of my time, just like, <sighs> pulled away from me and i was like wow i'm so used to do used to this before covid but now that i had this three months of being home i really feel the amount of time that we devote to being at work right right like the, the time to just get there commute time the bandwidth the habit like it's just it's just a lot uh but it's really cool it's it's like a, it's like it's a getting back to normal light so before we get into the meets of this podcast any plans for the weekend yes so i am actually going to a barbecue and it's it's not a zoom barbecue (laughs) (laughs) it's an in-person barbecue i would love to see a zoom barbecue and i was like you know i was like we're gonna do this thing uh all right you're a brave man charlie brown you know i'm i don't know what to think about it it's it's like a, it's almost like a family thing. It's so we'll see. I, well, you yeah, you, you, you saw it better than I am because I told my family, my loved ones, my 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 family that I've been speaking to every weekend that when we are officially out of phase four, we're only in phase one right now. You'll still not see me until three months later. I'm still not coming to anything until three months later. So good luck with that. Y'all can get together. I love you. I'll be on. You can you can Skype me or Zoom me in, but I won't I'll still be Zooming. <laughs> I won't be there. Give me my three months so I can know that I'm that we're all okay. Question: What's stopping you? Uh, what's stopping me? Fear. Okay. What do you What do you fear afraid of? of? The fear of the unknown. Okay. Fear of the misinformation. Fear of de-information. You know, fear of people who are careless. Because there's some of us who knowingly have, or probably unknowingly have, and just, you know, or just going out there. And it's like, you know what? I'll deal with the consequences. That's cool. You deal with the consequences. You shouldn't force your consequences to anyone else. And that's, and that's purely Shavar's opinions, not Shinichi's opinions, not Geronimo's opinions, taking that <laughs> with me. Like, you have you have the right to be yourself, and you know, but you don't have the right to harm someone. You know, whether knowingly or unknowingly. Because I don't know, I mean, I go out very rarely, but who's to say that I haven't come in contact with someone and I might have it, and I might be that I might be that carrier that might take it to my family. So and I put that on myself also. So I'm not putting that. So let me be clear. This isn't targeted towards anyone in particular. This is everyone, including me. You know, but again. Yeah, I get that. I get that. 
Um, and this episode, right, we're going to call it, was it Just Being Honest? Just Being Honest. Yeah, just yeah. Being Honest. Um, well, I want to tell, can I share my weekend coming up? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, go well, like, for it. Like, seriously, it's not all about you. Like, this is synergy when, <laughs> when two forces come together. That, this isn't nergy. <laughs> it's all about me, Siobhan. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this weekend, well, normally, and I mentioned my family, normally for the past uh, few weeks or a few months, We've been doing like a Zoom like a family gathering every Saturday. Uh, the first two Saturdays, I think we just all got together and it was like, wow, how are we going to, you know, make this time useful? And I think for about five weeks, my mom has been doing cooking lessons on Belize, like cuisine from Belize, like Belize dishes. So she'll go on Zoom and all my cousins and, and, and nieces and whatever, and, you know, would go on and they would watch her take notes or try to cook simultaneously as her. So she's been doing that for the past few weeks. This week, she's going to take a break. And one of my cousins, she's going to uh, do like a sip and paint type of a thing. I mean, I'm going to be sipping on water or juice or whatever flavored Kool-Aid juice thing I have in the house. <laughs> Maybe an icy. Um, and she is going to paint because I didn't know she was an artist. You know, we were talking. And I was like, cool, let's just do it. And I was like, I can do it. I'm like, I'll let someone else give it, a, give it a shot. And one of her siblings says, oh, why don't, why don't such and such do it? Well, I'm going to shout out. Why don't Jazz do it? And I was like, you know, Jazz, she's a singer, rapper, what have you. I'm like, all right. I'm like, I didn't know Jazz does art. I'm like, let's, what's up? Let's do it. I was, just, I was just like, let's just do it. And her dad was on the Zoom. He goes, look, this is her artwork. I, I didn't actually see the artwork. I'm like, let's just do it because she wants to do it. You know, and they showed her artwork. Like, she's pretty dope. So, you know, I've been, you know, reaching out to her back and forth to see what materials the family members need. So we have like a, um, a private family page on Instagram where I post information about events and family photos. So she is going to, she's going to lead this painting exercise. She didn't tell us what we're going to paint, but she just gave us the colors of the paints that we have to all have. <laughs> that's really cool. That's really, really cool. So that's my weekend. They would love that. I mean, we should we should probably do a, a, a Zoom reunion with some of the past workers that we work with. I think that's a really cool idea. I wonder if they'd be into it. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for them. I just know when I when my old site, my first site, a uh, friend of mine, Josh, who you guys heard his voice in, I think, episode two, the recording, um, he hosted a Zoom reunion for us a few weeks back, a few months back. And it, and, it, and it was like about twenty of us on there from from that first site, and they were and they're still asking like, when are we going to do this again? Wow! Uh, the people are asking like, yo, can we can we meet up again? Like, yo, because we, we don't. Some of us live in different states. Some of us, you know, got married, have children, you know, moved on. But just being able to connect, you know, it was dope to see these faces that we used to hang out, but go play paintball, go to go to go play pool. Let's go doing things but we don't have that anymore and i think people miss that even though we were far apart we probably weren't going to do it but now you miss it even more because it's taken away from you mm-hmm. but let's get back to this podcast so like drama said we talked about it prior to we were trying to figure out you know uh what would we call this and why are we going to record you know and people have been asking like where's the podcast you know you guys just disappeared and we just talk about it let's just be honest you know, so we did record in episode 10. We did. And that's the truth. And, and and it will be released. I'm not sure when, but it will be released. Um, 
when we recorded this episode, should we talk about what the title is or do we should we say that? That's a good question. Yeah, we can say that. Yeah, we can say that episode. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So we were talking about, you know, and this is crazy how this all came about. Because actually, let me give some more back content about this. Geronimo, we we talk about you know future episodes. We plan episodes, mm-hmm. and this one particular episode, you know, a topic I mentioned. I'm like, you know, I want to make. Actually, I think I said it, and it became a topic. I want to make blackness a compliment, and it was like, cool, let's do it. But we didn't know how to do it. And how to execute and what it would look like. So we, we you know, we said we we're gonna end up. We end up saying we're gonna end uh, our this first season with uh, a three part episode, three part series of making blackness a compliment. And that first episode was about you know why is it, why are you prideful about being black? Why are you proud to be black? You know, and right when we recorded it, George Floyd happened. Yeah, and so we actually have a guest on that particular episode. Her name is uh, Kenny Green. Um, when it happened, I was like, you know, and I don't want to share too much personal information about her. She's actually going through some personal stuff herself. Uh, we, I, I reached out to Sharama. One of us reached out to each other, and we were like, you know, what are we gonna do? And like, we actually we ended up pausing that first week, and then the next week came around. And like, I think the fear was, well, the concern, I don't want to say fear, fear is a strong word. The concern was what direction that second episode would have taken. Yeah. There, there was a lot of emotion. You know, yeah. That we, we recorded the first episode. It was already an emotional time. Yeah. And then right after we have a planning meeting and then stuff just hits the fan. Right. So it's like... We were just in the in the middle of this like pandemic, and and then all of a sudden, this like society shift. Like right. it kind of left us in this weird limbo. And I mean, in in that time, there was so much going on. You know, there was divide. There's always been divide amongst our country. There's always been divide amongst uh, amongst groups. But then you know that happened, and then and then protests happened, and then the divide. You know, I, I, and the reason why I said it's always been the, the divide because the mother says that the divide became even bigger. You know, people took stances on certain sides of certain platforms. And let me be very clear: this is me talking. This is this is Shavar Shavar Francis, and I'll take full responsibility for what I'm about to say next. And this is a response to all Black Lives. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not all Black Lives. I apologize. Um, I'm getting emotional at the moment. Uh, Black Lives Matter. And that term, people take offense to it. And I, I should take offense to people who take offense to that because, and I, I had to explain this to a couple of uh, co-workers that Geronimo and I worked with in the past. I don't think I shared this with you, Geronimo. What that, that term meant, it never meant that no one else ma- didn't matter. What it meant was this black body, this skin, this person, these people, they matter. It never said, you know, this race or nationality didn't matter. Everyone knows, and I'm not going to say it, you know, everyone else matters. I'm not going to say that other term that people use to, to discredit or to take away from Black Lives Matter. And like I said, I'll take full responsibility really for what I'm saying. Um, 
it, it's kind of hurtful, you know, seeing that people like, oh, black people are being selfish. It's all, it's all about them. No one said that. We said, you know, we're just saying that you don't have to walk out the house and be afraid for your life. Like you don't have to be a dad and be afraid that your son will become a teenager and be talking about police officers. Like I matter just like anyone else matters. Like just like you can get a slap on the wrist and say, you know what, you're a teenager, go home, you made a mistake. Teenagers who look like me, you know, or look like me in the past when I was a teenager, should also get a slap on the wrist and say, you know, you made a mistake. Or as a police officer, and this is nothing against police officers, because they, they all are not bad. I mean, let me make that very clear. I, they all are not bad. You know, when I grew up, when I was when I was like seven or eight, I had a, a police officer who used to, his name was Officer Fox. I remember his name. That's my that's my first interaction with the police officer. He used to come through my block. I used to live on Twenty Third Street, and he used to play football with us, the kids in the block. He used to throw the football around. He's a beat worker at the time. So let me be very clear. I'm not saying this is, you know, direct towards all police officers, but what happens is some, you know, just like, you know, get hired because based on the, the bad things that has been done. Just like, you know, some people of color or black people get, you know, you know all black people, not all black people aren't. Some of us are educated. Let me rephrase that. Most of us are educated, you know, but that doesn't get highlighted. You know, not all of us are deadbeat bads, the baby mamas, the baby fathers, and all that other stuff. You know, a lot of us are, are, live a positive lifestyle. We just get highlighted by certain entities. Um, and I don't want to keep going because, you know, there's a lot that I can talk about, you know. But there's been divide amongst people who look like me but might speak a different language than I do. You know, they say they aren't the same as I am. And I'm like, fortunately, you are. Is when someone stops you, they don't see your language. They see the color of your skin. And if I offend any, you know, my friends who feel that way, you know, I've, I've been learning to not care anymore because I've been offended and I've sat back and I've listened to people say things, friends say things. And give, give, let me get this to me. Let me let me let y'all know. For some of you guys don't know, I do understand some Spanish. I just don't speak it. <laughs> and I just don't say anything. It's like, you know what? I don't care because I don't go home to you. You know that. And I, so, you know, say whatever you say, because you have to live your truth and live your life. You know, but anyway, you know, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, let me get off my soapbox and, but yeah, that's what's been going on, man. Like, you know, the hiatus kind of like, you know, took, I didn't want the, I personally didn't want the episode to go to a different direction than, than it, 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 it probably should have. And maybe, maybe we should have recorded it, just let it all out. Maybe we did yeah, a disservice. That's what I want to do. That's what I want the vision to be. I want it, I want it to be education. I want it to be a platform where people get truly educated as to what you know what has transpired in in history towards black people in America and um i feel like i feel like the fear behind it was because of all the emotion we didn't want it to fall into like a almost like a propaganda style podcast where we're just like you know emotions run hot so right, we right. could possibly 
lose our logic in a sense and start right. communicating in a very emotional way. And I'm not saying that you were doing that just now. I would completely respect everything you were sharing. And um, I love that. I love, I love how you're willing to, you know, man up and step in front, step up and share your true opinion. Right. And it is, it is just your opinion. It is your opinion to, 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 to revert back to our first episode. And I think it's a powerful thing. I think we should be allowed to share at the very least how we feel inside and our personal experiences. So I, I feel like this is, this is something that just needs to be done. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking like, damn, I did get emotional. <laughs> it's okay. You know, I did. I'm like, and it's not, and, and please, everyone who's listening, this isn't an attack on anyone. And what, what I would like to be done for me, and, and, I, I, and if I speak for everyone, please let me know. And if I can't, I'm okay with that also. I feel like for me or anyone who looks like me, it's allowed to be human. And what I mean by that is, like, because I'm mad right now, I'm the angry black man. It's swag. You know, I don't hear it's the angry this group, right, of males. I don't hear the angry that group of males, it's kind of unfair that, you know, I, I, I'm not allowed to show emotion because of the color of my skin and I become a stereotype because I'm upset. I should be upset. Dude, like when I was 16 years old, man, Christmas Day, a group of friends, it was seven of us. We, One of my friends, his, his girlfriend at the time was having a party. And we was like, we're going to go up there because there's some girls there. You know, when you're a teenager, you, go, you know, you want to go see the girls. Main motivation. And, <laughs> main motivation. And especially <laughs> on Christmas Day, you expect to get gifts. Uh, <laughs> and we split up into two groups. You know, it was me and two other I, and two other people. And um, the other four went the other direction. And, and like, and I'm pausing because I don't remember who was in the car, who was with me at the time. And I said car because I'm, I'm going to get to why I said car. So we split up into these two groups, and, and I'm not sure if I mentioned this story in any of the other podcasts, and I apologize for repeating myself if I did. We, me and the two other friends, we get into the, into a, we jump into a cab. Like I said, we split, into, we split up into two groups. I get into a cab with two friends, and the other four get into the other cab. The cab we get in, so we're like joking, you know, we're going to get to the party first, we're joking, what have you. And we get in the cab, and the cab driver, we tell him where we're going, and the cab driver makes a U-turn. You know, this is Harlem. We're on 124th Street and 7th Avenue. And they make sure you turn on 124th Street to go uptown. And as soon as, no more than like three seconds, the U-turn doesn't take that long. You drive, Geronimo. Doesn't take that long. <laughs> that long. You know, whoop, whoop. You hear the cop sound. The cop sound. You know, pull over. You know, got the high beams pointing at the cab. Taxi. Guns out. And I'm like, saying to the driver, to the cab driver, what did you do? Because in my mind, I'm a teenage kid, you know, like I said, my interaction with police officers prior to that was cool, you know? I mean, I had I had other bad run-ins, but not to the extent of this. That doesn't say, you know what, this was a bad experience, you know? I mean, they were bad, but not not to this extent. And I'm yelling at the cab driver, like, what did you do, yo? What did you do? Like, what's going on? I'm freaking out. And I can hear the, the cops say, push your hand, you, the two, you two push your hands outside the window. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? I'm freaking out. And he says to me, because I was sitting in the middle, you in the middle, put your hands where I can see. I'm like, where am I putting my hands at? I'm in the middle, I'm inside the car. Right, I'm freaking out, dude. And he, you know, they, 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 
I, I'm not sure how we got the car. I know they, I, I'm assuming, I'm pretty sure they actually told us to get, they didn't actually told us to get out the car. And I remember my hands being on the, the, the trunk of the car, the back of the car, with guns pointing at me and my friends. And I don't even remember the conversation that they were saying to us. I think they asked where we were going. And, you know, we said we're going to a party, whatever. It's Christmas, whatever. Like, what do we do? You know, they didn't tell us, obviously. And they're searching us. And this is the... <laughs> uh, laughing because... Um, so they're searching us. They're patting us down. I'm, like, freaking out. Like, yo, what the hell? And I'm, like, am I about to die? Am I about to go to jail? Like, for going to a party on Christmas? And while this cop is searching me and he's like patting me down and he like grabs my nuts and I'm sorry, we could bleep it. And I'm like, I'm in shock. I'm like, did this guy just grab my nuts? Like, I'm in, I'm in total shock. And I, I, they let us go and we walked down 121st Street. We just freaking out. Three teenage boys on Christmas day Walking down 121st Street towards Lennox. I'm like, yo, I'm the whole time saying, yo, this dude just grabbed my nuts. I kept saying it over and over and over. Like, yo, what, what the hell? I don't even know. I don't even like remember anything else. And in uh, we end up going to the party, but I don't remember how. I know we. I don't remember how we got there. I'm not sure if we took a cab. We took the train. I'm not sure. I know we got to the party. And like that whole night, I was I was freaking out. Like, dude, I had guns shooting at me. What I have to say is that you don't. Everyone doesn't live that life, man. That you shouldn't have to live that life. Like, you shouldn't have to be fearful of being a teenager, going outside and have a gun drawn on you. Like, you shouldn't have to be a dad or a mom, worrying that your child is now a teenage boy. And because he fits the description, we all don't look alike. I'll tell you that right now. We all don't look alike. But that that he fits the description is a possibility because he fits the description, he might not make it home. They might not know your child has a, a trigger where he has, he, he has a mental illness where people start yelling at him and it triggers him to start yelling back. And it's just a condition. And it's like, oh, he's being aggressive. No, it's his condition. They might not know your child has ADHD or or has been through trauma themselves and take it on as this person as being um, disgruntled or angry or or aggressive or or volatile. You know, what I hear is, and I've heard, is that they're trying to protect themselves. If you're trying to protect yourself, in my opinion, you're in the wrong job. Because in, I mean, which, and you should, you should, let me be clear, you should protect yourself. But if you're on alert every time when you when you come across a black team, this isn't the job for you, man. Like, if you're fearful of your life, like, you have the gun. I don't. Like, I'm not, a, I, I, I'm afraid of you. I'm 112 pounds. <laughs> At the time, I was what five, I grew two or three inches. I was like five, five. I'm like five eight now, 112 pounds, five eight, skinny kid. You're over six feet, over 200 pounds. What am I going to do to you? Nothing. I might outrun you. You try <laughs> chase me up, but I'll run you. That'll happen. But I'm not. 
you, you have you at that point you have all the power and, and that's the part you know where and i'm being i'm getting emotion again you know where i and but we did talk about i want to be honest, as honest as possible you know people need to hear these stories like that this is you can't say oh shivar you're the only one guess what i'm not the only one i was on a panel last night the other night and we, and we were sharing stories and, and i didn't share this story but a gentleman shared a similar story we're in the same age bracket and he was 15 at the time when it happened you know he wasn't going to a party he was going to a grocery store <laughs> like he was going he was coming out the local bodega and cops pulled him over with guns drawn on him like you, you're going to get milk dude you got to be you got to be afraid that someone's going to shoot you because you're going to get milk And again, like I, I'm, I'm gonna restate this. It's not. I have nothing against cops, man. Like I, I have nothing against you guys, you know. But the unfortunate part is that you know this uprising. You know, I don't. I mean, the riots. I don't agree with the looting. I don't agree with you know stealing from people. You know, but you do what you do, right? The rioting. I understand the rioting. It's based off of anger and emotion. You aren't listening. No one's listening to me. Like if you're a parent and you have a child and he or she is upset and you aren't listening, what do they do? They riot. They go in that room. They destroy that room. That's what they, or you, we call it a tantrum. It's rioting. <laughs> that's where we're throwing tantrums. If that's what you want, you want to call, want to be playful about it. People are throwing tantrums because no one is listening. Like, dude, what's the what's the guy? Like, like this this past was it last week the guy got killed for sleeping in his in his freaking his truck, you know. And, and I don't want to mess the story up, but because I don't want to give out misinformation. But the fact, like this thing happened, the other killing happened what two months ago. You know, Amar, you know, Aubrey got killed what three months ago in February, and it's now June, and you're still cops. You're still not all of you. Some of you are still recklessly killing people but that's my honesty man you know I, I want you know and that's where I, and so the second episode was a, was supposed to be about um well we're gonna record it you guys see the second episode is going to be about perception of black people why why are black people perceived to be less than you know we struggle with you know and I kind of struggle with you know why 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 is that the case and that's what the you know the second episode was supposed to be about, or probably will be about. Or maybe maybe we'll change the the topic. You know, things happen because you know. And the last episode was about you know celebrating you know who we are. We were like a, so so like a sandwich. You know, we're great. You know, being black, being being this color is is, is amazing. You know, you know we come with with certain skill certain skill sets. You know, because you know we just we just dope, man. And I'm gonna say it, I, I love being black. You know. Um, I love being, I mean, and maybe I, I will address this other issue about being black. I do have some issues with, with terminology, you know, um, I'm doing a lot of talking, Geronimo. If you want to jump in, you know, just this, this, so this good. No, go ahead. I want to um, hear what you guys say. I, I'll share it. So growing up when I, when I was a kid, I mean, uh, we didn't have much choices to choose in as far as like race or color of skin. So, you know, and, and how I, I remember being taught was that you are American because you're born here, but but 
country of origin. So like, you know, African-American in the sense should be you're descendant of Africans, right? Like that's where your family country of origin, right? So, you know, you have like Italian Americans because they're, they're, Amer- they're, they're parents come from, from Italy. You know, you have, uh, uh, um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to blank. You have, you know, Canadian Americans because they come from Canada, you know, so I'm, I'm going to stop there. And I bring it up because, you know, I struggle with my parents, but both my parents are from Belize. I was born here. So for those of you guys who don't know, Belize is in Central America, also known as South America. So yes, I'm South American. Bam! <laughs> in your face. Uh, <laughs> and I bring it up because, like, you know, I struggle with that because I didn't identify with being Black because of the culture I had at home. When I thought of Black, I thought of people who lived, who were, who were who are, who are like second, third, fourth, maybe even second, second, third, fourth generation here, who were born here. And I was, you know, first generation. My parents, like I said, are from Belize. So I referred to myself, like Chinese Americans. So I referred to myself as Belizean American. So I'm like, why can't I put that down? There's no option for that. <laughs> you know, so I struggle with that because like, you know, parent people, you know, the American friends I had would see my parents and hear my mother's accent and would automatically assume, because at that time, the only accent was Jamaican. Oh, so you, are you Jamaican? No, I'm not Jamaican. You know, oh, you're from an island? Oh, my parents are not from an island. It's bordered by Honduras, Guatemala, Mexico, right? Go look it up. I'm not making this up. You know, so I would get these things where I kind of felt different and isolated. And then when people started to recognize and understand, there were more questions would come. So, oh, you speak Spanish? No, I don't speak Spanish. You know, or, or do you do this? No, do like, like stop assuming, like let's just have a conversation. And so it became easier for me to just say I'm black because that's the the easy, because everyone automatically assumes and I'm pretty sure this happens with you, Geronimo, that you're black. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know what? I take pride in being that because there's so much negativity directed towards being black. You know, I watch people from other countries who say, you know what? And that's it. This is, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back real quick. Africa is a continent, people, not a whole country. Let me say it again it's a continent. So, therefore, if we're saying country of origin, you would say Senegal, you would say Zimbabwe, you would say South Africa. That's what you would say. Let me be very, very clear. Right? So let me be very clear on that. So African-American, you you are coupled together because all of the tribes, when they were brought here, were mixed together. So it's like, oh, so you're African-American. I don't know. Let me rephrase that. I don't know what I apologize if I offend anyone. I don't know where that term comes from. But Africa is a constant. And the reason why I bring that, I was saying this because I was watching the comedy special. And and this happens. I don't mean comedy special in general. People in general. People say I'm Jamaican American, I'm Senegalese, I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm all these things plus American, opposed to saying they're African American. There's, there's a disconnect there where people, I believe, sometimes look down on African Americans because of what they, because you don't want to be associated with it because of the, the perceptions, the stereotypes. And if if I did, and I think, and this is how I feel. If we disconnect from that and we say country of origin plus American, this is something different. Guess what? Unfortunately, living here, we're all the same. 
unfortunately living in other parts of the world. I have friends who lived in other other countries who told me we're still treated the same. So, I mean, and this isn't me saying uprise. Nah, I just want us to know that we're all the same. That skin color is dope, people. It's the dopest skin color on the planet. And it's my opinion. Some people might take it as fact, but it's dope, you know. But yeah, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Geronimo, I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop. That was, was good. That was good. No, um, I appreciate it. I I like letting people speak and like have that active mental process and to have a monologue and just get out the emotions and what they feel and kind of ride those mental waves. I respect it, man. Thank you for sharing that. And for me, I look at it, I've been seeing it, I'm seeing it differently. Um, I look at it as race is just a construct, right? It doesn't really exist. It's just something mm-hmm. that was just put into place by people in power to kind of like divide, to divide us in a way. But our, the only race that we really have is the human race, right? We're mm-hmm. all humans and we should, we should all be treated the same. We all know through history and through fact that that is not the case. Um, so I just want to say that like a whole, this whole racial stuff. And whenever you're filling out surveys and you gotta, you know, have your ethnicity and all this, this, this stuff, it's, you can use it to identify yourself, but again, you can't really fit a human being onto a into a piece of paper. A piece of paper. You can't fit them into a box of some sort. Like you being you being Shavar, even calling you Belizean American, it doesn't it doesn't really personify who you truly are. You know, we are as individuals are just different people, and we are unique, and we are great in our own way. But there's, there's a lot, there's really a lot to unpack in all this. The, the writing and the looting, it was tough to see. Part of, part, at first, I saw it as a setback. I, I saw it as people are going to take this and assume that people are just taking advantage and they don't, they don't really have a, a real cause that they're fighting for and they're just doing it because it's opportunistic. And it's like, oh, look at this. This is people just being opportunistic and it's kind of using that against the overall cause. And then giving it some time and speaking to some educated people and really looking into it and seeing how unfair this country and this world has just kind of been to a particular set of individuals has been like, wow. And to see how things just don't change. And you can add names onto the list. And it's insane when you see all these names in one page and you're like, how the hell is this possible? And, th- and that it's still possible and that it's still happening. And, this, and these are just the cases that we know of. There's ones that have been covered up that we will never hear of. And it's, it's, it's mind blowing to think about it, to hear. And I had a really, really good friend of mine. Actually, he's, a, he's one of my greatest mentors. And I told him, I was like, hey, man, this loot, the looting really got to me. Um, very specifically, because it was in the neighborhood that I grew up in. It, I grew up on the concourse in 196, and Fordham Road was hit pretty badly. And most stores in Fordham Road are not chain stores. They're, they're like, like mom and pop shops. So part of me was like, man, why would you attack your own neighborhood? Why would you attack the people who are working in your neighborhood and, like, giving back? Like, I've seen videos of delis getting broken into and like it's like 
what are you gonna steal a sandwich? It doesn't it doesn't make sense. It's like why would you why would you take away what this person is doing to bring themselves up but also give back to the community? So that that really hurt me. But after having this conversation, he was like, you know, sometimes you need a spark. You need you need to set a statement and peace, tranquility and coming together and unifying hasn't been enough and it won't be enough. And he's like, sometimes you have to you have to has to get you have to you have to prove a point you have to do some sort of great action in order for people to realize that you're being serious so it's unfortunate that it was a residual effect and that happened so close to me and to people who who it shouldn't have happened to but it's something that in a way was a strategic move to get people talking and to make change so that's that's kind of where i'm at this is a lot. This has been a very hard uh, few weeks now, but we're moving forward, and there are there are some there are some good things coming coming out of this, and I just I'll leave it at that. No, I mean I do want to to your point, like you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, I want allow I want to be allowed to be human and have emotion and be upset, you know, opposed mm-hmm. to being an angry black guy. But you know, like you said, like you know, I, I I've learned to not run away from the skin color and appreciate the skin color and fight for the skin color because of what you, you said, you know, I mean, you know, like I said, I was, I was upset about the, the looting, but I, I mean, I had to, like you said, I had to speak to someone or, or read and understand why, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I said earlier about, you know, it's the same thing as a child. And I'm not saying we're children, but how does a child react? No, they don't get, you know, we aren't listening. They, they riot, you know, they aren't getting their way. They loot, but they aren't getting what they need rather. Let me say that, you know, they loot, you know, and we're just adults. We just call it two different things. You know, the hurt and the pain that's there, man. Like there's a lot, man. There's a lot to unpack. I'm not a doctor, a therapist, clinician, anything. You know, but there's a lot to unpack. And I think, like you said earlier, it's like what you mentioned is that we both have one of these men have a mentor, either find a mentor or become a mentor, you know, read, educate yourselves, you know, and I mean, and don't for let me say this, don't force your education on someone else. Not everyone wants to know, know, know what you know. You did? Because like, I could be 100% pro-black, you could be 90%. I could tell you, like, yo, this is what I know. But if you ain't, if you are interested, let it, let the person be. Mm-hmm. You know, I could be pro, you could be pro, 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 pro Latinx, or you don't, <laughs> Latino, whatever. <laughs> but then some people might not subscribe to being Latin, you know, you could be pro Latinx, right? But some people might not subscribe to that. So what? Right? That's so what? Let the person be. Eventually they will come around and understand. Well, they won't, but also keep supporting them and having them understand you can't change everyone, but you can change some of them and they may fall in line to some of the things that, that you believe, you know, I mean, it sucks, man. Like, and, and if anyone takes offense to me calling people children, that was not the case. 
I'm just trying to, that's an analogy that I think I, I believed worked, you know? But it kind of, it sucks, man. I mean, it, I mean, all of it that, that we're going through, um, it sucks, you know? And we, we took our hiatus because of the, the, the emotion, the rawness that probably would have come out. Like, and I'm not saying it didn't come out in this episode. It probably would have been even more raw then. You know, I had time to think about what's going on. Geronimo has had time to think about what's going on. But it's still still hurtful to, to turn on. I don't even watch the news. I try to stay away from social media. Yeah, I haven't really watched the news, man, in at least like six years. I just stopped. I just it's it's been a lot of nonsense for a long time and I I'm happy I picked up on that very early on. It's it's it's, it's unfortunate, man, cuz it's like one of like, the best things you could do for yourself. Like and I, I, this it is a lot of positive that came out of this, you know. In Harlem they had the like they had this march where 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 they had men in the the it was called for men to have a march on 125th Street in Harlem. But the 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 requirements were that Everyone had to come in a suit and tie. Okay. And there's pictures of this online. I mean, I, I didn't make I didn't, didn't make the march. A friend of mine had posted. I think he tagged me in it. I wasn't able to make the march. I don't know why. But you see that that's not on the news, right? The media doesn't talk about that. Mm-mm. Right? The media doesn't talk about like you have people uh, who are, who are rioting, but you have black men standing in front of them saying you shouldn't be rioting. Those things aren't on the news, right? Now you see those. You see that, like in you a see the, off, you see. like like someone recording on their phone showing yeah. you that, but you won't see uh, like news media outlets showing that because they they want a certain narrative. They they control. Honestly, the like tele, like televised news is a reality TV show. They pick and choose what they want to put on so that they get high ratings. It's not actual news. It's not something that. You can get all the information you need about the world and stay current without watching Channel Five, Channel Twelve. Not to, I'm not trying to shoot, like I'm not trying to like demean any of them. Sorry, I started naming people, but like all these news outlets, that it's just what they want you to see and what they've been told to show by the people that pay them. That, that's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but. I'm sorry. No, no, that's all good. No, 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 no. I mean, I did also, you know, you know, I sat here and I spoke about, you know, my personal life and my feelings. And so, you know, and people might say, oh, he doesn't like this. I I never said it like anybody. I never said those words. You know, I say, you know, how people are targeting people and perceptions of people and, you know, and things that I've noticed and I've observed. Like, you know, I mean, shout out, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm Afro-American. You know, Belize is there, but I mean, because I live here and that's what you want me to be, that's why who I am and I'm going to stand up for it. I stand up for everyone who looks like me. Like, you know, I see friends in the street, I shout them out. Like, you know, you go on my Instagram, I shout out people all the time. It doesn't even matter the color of your skin, whatever, and I hate saying that, the color of your skin, but whatever, I'm going to say it. It doesn't matter your sexual orientation, whatever. That's I don't think it's a term anymore, and I apologize. Please correct me. Um, but I shout people out, man, they, and that's who I am, and I, and I know... I know other black people who do that, you know, who who shout people on. That's what I want for me to continue to do and for others to either pick up on and acknowledge each other and show how dope we are. Show how amazing we are. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. I was actually having a, 
it wasn't really a conversation. I was just like having small talk with someone and I had ended it with saying, you know, we just need to help each other. Yeah. And that would make this world so much of a better place if we just took the time out to, instead of just helping ourselves and just doing, like fulfilling our agenda, really trying to figure out how can I help the person next to me? How can I bring up the people around me? The rising tide raising, raises all ships. Like if you can, you can bring up the people around you and other people are doing the same. We have exponential growth and then we come up as a people. So, now we've been doing a lot of oh, yeah. talking, right? So <laughs> I'm going to ask you a controversial question. This is a, not as if we haven't been talking controversial, right? Go for it. How do you feel about podcasting? Do you want to continue it. it? Do you do you what's what's going on? Because like the people want to know. Yeah, I I do. I whether if it's synergy, if it's anything, I I know I've known for a long time that the audio like audio medium is where I'm gonna move towards in some way, shape, or form. Like I'm, I have have something to say. I have a gift in this voice. I'm using this bad boy, and we're gonna do. I'm gonna do something with it. It's gonna be part of the mark that I leave behind. Got and it. synergy is the beginning. Absolutely. It's going to keep moving. Absolutely. So that question goes to me. Controversial answer. Yeah. How do you feel? Dramatic pause. <laughs> Pregnant pause. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> nah, man. Hell you. Heck you. I, I said hell. Hell. No, this is the episode that we're going to say hell and damn. <laughs> I, I think we said hell twice. Three times no, now. Well, maybe four now. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a problem? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I just want to make sure. I'm trying to figure this out. But well, we said sugar, well, we, sugar, honey, iced tea was said in one episode where we kind of like put a funny sound over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, to answer that question, um, how yeah, we're going we gonna to continue doing synergy. Like you said, I agree with you. This is a, this is a platform, uh, a, 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 what's the one I'm looking for? A launching pad into something greater. Like you have a gift of gab, you know. I hate that. That's a funny word. I have this gift also to talk. You know, um, I think it's it's not going to stop. Like you said, whether it's with synergy or something extended to, you know, or or conjunction with, it's not going to stop, man. I think it's this is one of the dopest things to do and to be able to 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 share your thoughts and share your 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 ideals with people. Some people might be like-minded. Some people might say, screw you. I'm, I was going to say something racial about black people. I'm not going to say it. Because <laughs> that's, that's going to happen, man. Because I go on some message boys and I see the things he was saying. I'm like, why do you have so much anger towards someone you don't know? I don't know you, so therefore I can't dislike you. I can dislike well, the sorry. things you do. Right? I could dislike the things you say, but I do not know you to dislike you, to hate you. I can dislike, like I said, I'm going to say it again. I can dislike the things you say and do. So if someone asks you about a person or individual, I mean, I don't know. Like, what do you think of them? What I, I mean, what do I think of the, the, the policies? I don't like the policies, but I don't know. Like, I'm not going to walk up to you in the street and say, I don't like you. <laughs> you know, but it's, and it's okay. Like, episode one, it's okay to have an opinion. It's okay to disagree. Disagreeing is healthy. I think that's a powerful skill that not enough people have. It's okay to disagree. Not everybody's going to share your beliefs, and you can't get offended when people don't. 
but don't don't use your disagreement disagreement as a weapon. You know, weaponizing your disagreement. I don't disagree with them, so I don't or her or them because I don't like. You know, they said something I don't like, so they 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 they're whack. They're stupid. No, I mean this this like this things out 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 this podcasts or movies I watch. It was like, you know what? This isn't for me, but I'll still recommend it. Like, yo, this is dope. But there's something that I'm gonna be very honest. There's something that triggered me, but I'm not gonna tell you what triggered me. You listen to it for yourself because it was like, I don't want. Because if I share what triggered me, then I already implanted in your head. Yeah, you triggered. I don't want to do that. I'm like, if it's dope, it's dope. Like, shout out to shout out to creators, influencers, celebrities, regular folk. You know, rich people, poor people, middle class people. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody, man. And I really mean that, man. If you know me, you meet me. me. I know you shouldn't say things about yourself. Other people should say it for you. But, you know, sometimes people don't. I mean, I view myself as a super cool person who wants to get to know people. Thank you. Thank you. Can you say it for me, Geronimo? I got you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You can't can't really edify yourself. If you do, you sound a little pompous. (laughs) So so I get it. Um, Not straight up, though. Regardless, I actually wanted to. I'm glad you brought this up. Shavar is one of the most, like, understanding, loving men that I know. Like, from the moment that I've met him, he's been all about just helping others and bringing people up. It's He's a really good man. Really good man. Thank you. You heard him. He said it. I, I didn't threaten him. I didn't pay him. <laughs> he, he said it. pay me later. I, I, yeah, yeah, what's your cash app? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted to, as before we move on, I wanted to talk about our really, really good friend, COVID. COVID? That's a friend of ours? To be, this happens to be forgotten. <laughs> Oh, dude, yo, put, put your damn mask on, man. I said it, damn. Put your damn mask on, man. Like, come on, man. Put it on. And it, it didn't go nowhere. Yeah, just like, it's, it's, it's almost as if it didn't happen in a weird way. But but I am noticing, though, people are still wearing masks. It's, yeah. a, it's a normal now. It's weird if you don't wear one. You right, seem right. careless. Right. So it's wanted to bring that back up. And you had said something earlier. This is well before we got into the the meat and potato of the episode. I had we were talking about the barbecue and right, right, you right. being afraid of going back out. Right. Well, I think I've shared in a past, an episode in the past. I I came down with some symptoms of it. I've never I never tested positive for it. No, you didn't share it. In the, so, you shared it to me. You didn't share it in the episode. Oh well, it's all good. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's it's uh, cat's out of the bag now. Um, so I had symptoms of it and people around me tested positive for it. So chances are I could have had it. However, I never tested positive for it. I tested, I think I tested for it like a week, two weeks ago, probably three weeks ago. And it came out negative. So I'm like, okay, don't have it. Um, but I had came in contact, uh, at home. So I was one of the people who was told to stay home and I came in contact with it from home. So it's kind of changed my perception of it a bit because I contracted it. I, well, if I did, I didn't. I came into contact with it from close quarters, you know, inside of the place I was told to stay in. So basically what I'm trying to say is that I kind of feel like this thing is going to run through the population. The whole idea of stop, of stop the curve or, or like to minimize the amount of people that get into the hospital at once, that makes sense. 
but when it comes to a infectious disease, this thing can touch anyone. And it's not, it, it's not above anyone. It's not below anyone. It's just, it doesn't care about your race. It doesn't care about what you look like. It doesn't care about your age. It's just going to infect. And the whole idea, right? We want people to get infected in a staggered, in the staggered sense, right? We don't want them to just all get infected at once. We want them to get infected over a period of time. And that's why the social distancing is going on. Yeah, all, all that to pretty much say that. I, I don't know how I feel about it now. I feel like things have been taken to a certain measure. Don't know if the cure is actually worse than the disease. I, I'm, a little in, I'm a little in the air. I dig it. Like I said, my fear is the fear of my fear is the fear of everything, man. Like because because no one knows. You're right. You know, we don't know no much one, about this thing. You no know, one and it's like people. Some some of us are careless, you know. And 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 I, I I'm going to say because we're going to be honest. I'm going to say because like when we say you know I don't want to offend anybody. No, some of us are careless. You know, some people of some careless. <laughs> it's like it's, it's careless. You know, but and 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 that's and that's the other thing. As far as the, the COVID and, and, the, and the racial tension, um, I'm going to stop apologizing to people for things that they've done <laughs> or doing. Because I, I don't want to offend you, but nah, man, nah. You're offended, that's your problem, because I'm offended by your actions, because you don't care to apologize to me about the things you do. You know, and I'm not, I'm not talking about to talk Geronimo, because I say you. This is a general statement. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, nah, man. Um, it's cool. I mean, you gotta feel how you feel. You know, just wear your damn mask, Geronimo, when you go out. <laughs> of course, <laughs> just, just wear your damn mask. Just, just wear it. Just wear it. <laughs> That's all I say. You know, like you know, do you? But you know, do you? Have fun, man. Yo, what's what you plan on eating at this barbecue? <laughs> Whatever's available. So, so how you going? What is that? The, 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 what are your thoughts about this barbecue, dude? Like, what do you think is gonna? Like, how, what is your mindset? What is your process? Are you growth mindset or are you fixed mindset? When you walk into this, I mean, obviously you kind of growth if you're going out to a barbecue. But when you get there, what does your mindset look like? You like you just stay next to you to your to your partner and just like we're gonna sit in this corner. <laughs> Yo, dang! You know, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I'm really not sure. I, literally, literally, in the the recording of this podcast is when it really dawned on me. I was like, well, hold on. This is a in-person gathering during this pandemic. I don't know how the people at the barbecue are going to conduct themselves. I'm not really sure if people are going to be wearing masks. I'm not sure if people are going to social distance. I don't really know how like what the what the temperature of the room is gonna be like right so so let, let me ask you a question we both did this i know this we both coughed during this episode <laughs> Cough more than three times <laughs> uh you know and you, you're like miles and miles away from where i am so say you're at this barbecue and, and, and some person who's not wearing a mask starts coughing what do you do How do you react? Do you say, uh, oh, my mom's calling me. I'm leaving now. <laughs> do you like cut your time short? 
Like, or do you like if you see like you and your you and your partners the only two wearing you and your ladies the only two wearing masks, and like everyone else like a hundred of y'all ninety eight is not are not wearing a mask. Do you guys stay, or do you take the mask off because you don't want to feel uncomfortable? These are fantastic questions. <laughs> and I'm not sure how this is gonna play out. This is this is gonna be a test. I will fully report after Saturday as to what goes down. This is like a social experiment in person. Listen, this isn't like when you're like a little kid, you cross your fingers, you go dot dot circle dot now I got cootie shots. No. This is the real this is the real deal. No, it, it's you're real so deal. right. I don't I don't know how many people are gonna actually gonna be there. I feel like the current climate might deter people from being there. I don't know, dude. We're in phase one. We're in New York City, by the way, guys. We're in phase one, right? Phase one happened. People are people. If you go outside, I look at my window. There are people outside. Like yeah, it never everywhere. Like it never happened. So when phase two comes, which is Monday, it's going to be like I'm afraid. Like, I'm you know what I'm not looking forward to? Phase four. Traffic. <laughs> oh, traffic. oh, that's coming back. Oh, uh, well, I live in I live in Manhattan. Traffic's been back. <laughs> traffic has been back. Traffic. At one point, there was no traffic. Now traffic is back. Traffic has been back before phase one. I think people were allowed to go back to work because you know. But more more jobs were saying come in. They had the, like the on and off schedule, and they will alternate. Some people come in some days or some weeks, what have you. So traffic has been back. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. It's, it's, you might you might get well. Let's see. Let's say this. So next week is phase two. So every two weeks. So the the second week would be the weekend of. Uh, I'm sorry. The third weekend would be the weekend of. Uh, um, Fourth of July, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. So imagine the traffic then. Yeah, it's people are itching to get back outside, man. People want to spend time together. Listen, three people months. People want man. to enjoy this weather. Get some yeah. sun. That's cool. Like, this is this is what the people wait for all year long is for it to get nice. It was so great about the summer months is that literally you can just go outside and just eat something outside, yeah. and it's like you did something. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, literally, you just go picnic. Let's get this blanket laid that's on a, the floor. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Like, and just sit there, read a book or something, and like it's you. You did something. You can you can you can uh, uh, blog about that. You can scrapbook about that. You can podcast <laughs> about that. What did you do this weekend? I went to the beach. Did you go in the water? Nope. I can sat on the sand. You can start something. Sure, the picnic podcast. <laughs> the picnic pod, dude. Yo, we should do that for this. So, so for we trademark that. Yo, dude, the picnic. We should do a picnic series. We can still be synergy, but the the picnic series is for the summer. So Pretty before. Cool. Before I got, I got a quick question because and this is leading to what we're talking about. And, and, and eventually, people people will go vacation, right? Mm-hmm. So I know we talked about in the past thing, probably episodes five or six. We talked about you know uh, economics and how COVID has affected people, when, and and we got a stimulus check around that time. So there was supposed to be there were rumblings about getting a second stimulus check, and whether they are going to give it to us or not. And I know the president, who's the president at the time right now, um, is uh, proposing a, a stimulus, uh, uh, a vacation credit. I'm not sure if you heard this. No. So the vacation credit supposedly is to get people to go travel and spend money. 
you know, uh, you know, so instead of me giving you the, this money, you, the money is only good to go on a vacation. So people are eligible up to $4,000. What does that look like? Which is a lot of money and, and also not a lot of money if you go on vacation. <laughs> so what does that mean? Like, it, 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 it wasn't- spend a G on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And it wasn't, it, it didn't <laughs> detail if it was for the individual with the family it wasn't so it wasn't much detail there. So, you know, because like you could go to Disney World and spend four thousand dollars on the plane tickets in the in the in the, in the hotel and not do anything. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So what it's just the credit that you have well, how it was proposed is that you would have and someone correct me if I'm wrong, that you have if if it is approved that you have until um uh the end of twenty twenty one which is next year, which is not too far from now, to use this credit. So you either use it or lose it, which I think most of us are going to lose it, especially if they, which I think is corny. If you're going to give us this credit, make it like a lifetime thing, you know, because some people can't take vacation, mm-hmm. you know? And again, again, this is $4,000, depending on where you want to go. And it's only a credit, so it doesn't pay for your entire vacation. And I, you know, and it wasn't there wasn't a lot of detail because I tried reading up what do I have to pay any of this back, like you know, or or is it is it use it or I lose it? Where can I go? But it's only for travel within the United States. That's to travel out the country. So I was like, oh, I should go to Hawaii. That's that <laughs> and, was my first thought. Just, I mean, if it's for the lower forty-eight, which is the the the, the ones that are are. are Part of the lower part of North uh, North America, so yeah, the contiguous yeah. piece of America. Yeah, it's not, so for those of us who want to check me, yes, it's called it was called the lower forty eight, and then we added Alaska and in, in, in um, Hawaii. So the fact check if you don't believe me, but I'm not, I'm not sure if it's for the, the these states or it's for all fifty states. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's going to go take a trip to Alaska. No, no, no disrespect to Alaska. I would love to do a boat trip, just be on like a boat and just see it from afar. It just seems cold. But I mean, I could be wrong. I would be interested in going to Alaska. I'm not going to front on the government's dime as well. Well, maybe we all should use our, our, if we all get that credit, everyone should go to Alaska. That's (laughs) (laughs) Everyone. Everyone at the same damn time. Everyone, I said, damn again. I said it again. Um, everyone jump on a plane at the same time. We all go to Alaska, not Hawaii, Alaska. <laughs> Just I so think we... they'll be expecting Hawaii. I-, I can see there being a clause like, oh, every anything but Hawaii. But Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, where, where would you? All right, where would you go if we can't go to Hawaii? Where would you go? I guess Alaska. I agree. I think Alaska would be the place to go. Alaska's pretty dope. Um, personally, I probably Colorado, Cali, uh, Florida. Oh, I'm not going to Florida. They got the well, <laughs> Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know. I don't want to see. I don't want to you know. Don't say any in other states and get some shade. You know, you don't like my state. Well, we'll but we're all going to Alaska. If we can't go to Hawaii, <laughs> or going to Alaska. Everyone. And this is interesting. I don't really know how I feel about it, to be honest with you. I don't know how I feel about the first twelve hundred stimulus check. I I hear different things about it. I don't know what's the what's actually fact. What do you what do you I hear, I hear that it's uh pretty much a loan to yourself, like you would have to pay this back <laughs> next tax season. 
Not sure if that's real. This is just something I've heard. I pay taxes. That money should go belongs to me and you. (laughs) The fact of the matter is we all pay taxes and we all pay too much taxes. Yeah. The whole tax return, that's the government being like, hey, we took too much. Let us know how much we took up to and then we'll give you back what you say. Yeah, what you say. It's uh, the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> the craziest thing that bothers me when I when I get these emails and see these posts, put your name in in this web- website to see if the government owes you money because the government owes everybody money. Why don't you just give my money back and stop owing me money? <laughs> <laughs> why, why I got to go do research to get my money back? Because <laughs> it's not really your money. Well, this I think we should just, end it there. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, this, <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah, I, well, this this is interesting. You know, we were honest today. Um, if if, if I offended someone, eh, I can apologize. You know, if Geronimo offended someone, maybe he'll apologize. <laughs> that wasn't my aim. It wasn't my goal. Okay, then, he, then we won't apologize. This is probably. I know most of our episodes have been. It. You know, well. It happens. I mean, listen, we did an episode on flats or drums, and you said a whole lot of things about people who don't oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so someone's gonna be offended about some things. You, you know, someone they might have turned like tuned out. Like, you know what he said that I'm not gonna listen to any of the podcasts anymore. It happens, but whatever. You know, things like that do happen. But this is dope, man. It was therapeutic. You know, I think I needed it. You know being able to just speak, you know, and, and there's more I do want to say. But yeah. yeah. Yo, how, how can the people get at you, man? Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram at GMO underscore 612. I'm also on the Facebook. Uh, just my full name, Geronimo Brannigan. Um, the Synergy Podcast at gmail.com. That also works. Are you on the Twitter? Is, is your Twitter handle the same? Oh, I am on the Twitter. You're right. I don't remember my Twitter handle, though. That's okay. If you want to look it up, you can go for it and, 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 or, or next time. So uh, on the Twitter, I am at Shavar, C-H-E-V-A-R. On the Instagram, I am at just underscore Shavar, spelled the same way. I'm also at provoke underscore madness, which is my photography page. If you want to see my, my photography, I'm about to start doing shooting again eventually. I haven't shot in a while. And I'm also on the uh, Facebook, but you know you don't have to go there because I'm never on Facebook, so <laughs> you probably would never get a response from me on Facebook. But on the Twitter and on the Instagram, you'll definitely get a response from me. You can also you know follow this podcast on both uh, Twitter and Instagram at Synergy Podcast. That's Synergy C N E R G Podcast. Yo, we out. Damn. Peace. Love and hair grease. That's what they used to say. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>